Hey, what's cracking? This is the Kellen Rowland Show, and I'm Kellen. I'm recording this on a Sunday. It is gorgeous out. We are still in a heat wave, but I don't mind. I feel like it will be cold soon enough, and everybody who is complaining about the weather will be then complaining that it's cold. Talking about the weather is a microcosm of the need for continuous small talk. As you know, I am not a fan of small talk. I would prefer to dive in. Other people, they don't want to dive in. They want to do the same mundane questions to everybody. I don't really get it. I mean, for me, it's hard to pay attention with small talk. It's hard to stay engaged. But I can only control moi. In fact, it is not my responsibility for what other people say. And even if they are happy or sad... Obviously, I don't want to contribute to somebody being unhappy, but they have to make those decisions on themselves, and I can't let other people's opinion change how I feel. So I'm very focused on what I can control. And today, one of the topics I'm going to get into is the, it's okay to be single if you're 35, and the never-ending question of, who are you dating? Why aren't you dating somebody? What is going on? And so on and so forth. Before we get into that, I want to give you some updates on some of my favorite coffees from this past week and some new music that I love. First, I've been listening to the new Santee Gold album, I just found out about it on my drive earlier today, and it is incredible. I actually was about to say, it's fire, realizing that the name of the album is I Don't Want the Goldfire Sessions. It's an easy-to-understand album. I just listened to it on my drive over. It's amazing. I Don't Want is a great song. Valley of the Dolls is a great song. I was really excited about it. Goldfire is also another great track. And she has probably one of my favorite songs of all time, Starstruck. I'll put links to all this in the notes if you're not familiar with Santee Gold. I love her music. It's definitely something... If you are in a situation where you have to play music for a group of people and you don't know what to play, generally, you will get a good response with her. Another one that I just started listening to is an artist named Ryan Beatty. He has a new album called Boy in Jeans. It's also a really good listen I don't know much about him other than he's associated with Brockhampton or he's in Brockhampton. I'm not interested in doing the research. However, another great album. And then I'm going to hit you with one more because I've been listening to this like kind of, 
I don't know if the correct word is like Cuban or something along those lines, but the artist is Pirate's Choice, and it's the Orchestra Baobab. B-A-O-B-A-B. So I totally butchered that. The cool thing is the album was released the year that I was born, 1982. It is fire. Utrus Oras is the first song, and it is incredible. So there's a couple music recommendations. I know we don't usually talk about music on the show. However, I constantly am listening to music, and I want to start sharing that with you. And I was just on the way out to Agora, and I went through a heavy Metallica session, like literally blasting the music, and then dropped in on the used. So, you know, I have a lot of range when it comes to music. I hope you do too. It's really... Listening to good music is one of the easiest things that you can do to just improve your current state of being. So that's what I'm talking about for music this week. Coffee this week is Anchorhead. They continue to win. They're the roaster up in Seattle. I really like what they're doing. Uh, I got an Ethiopian, a natural this week. It's incredible. Another coffee that I'm really feeling is called Be Still Cody. I think it has something to do with a dog. They have they have like a clever marketing thing where they give you a tape. You can hear that. That's a this is a cassette tape that you hear jiggling. Um, really cool. Apparently, it's a mix. It's called a for the chaos wizard youth. Okay, seventy eight out of one hundred and fifty. So thank you for numbering this. I love the concept of it. However. You guessed it, I don't have a tape player. I have not taken the time to go and look on their website or their Instagram if they have a link to the mix. I imagine they do. However, cool marketing, but I don't have a tape, so I can't really do anything with it. And I'm going to just make this decision right now. I'm going to actually just throw it away so you could hear that. Because if I don't throw it away, it's just going to be some item of junk that is stacked on a desk or something like that. And then in a month, I'm going to throw it away or two months or three months. And instead of prolonging the inevitable, I did it today. Now, I would say to Be Still Cody, the brand, the coffee company, love what you're doing. And if you stumble upon this show, send me a link to that mix. I would love to listen to it. So that's what's up with the coffee world. I just, I can't get enough of it though. So today is Sunday and my mom and I hang out every Sunday. We call it Sunday, like S-O-N-D-A-Y. And it's really cool. Me and my mom have not always had the best relationship and we still don't have the best relationship for that fact, but we've been enjoying each other's time She lives right next to me. We get to hang out almost every week. I'm really focused on being there consistently with her and hanging out. And yeah, I really like it. You know, I love her. And I mean, she's my mom. So saying I love her is kind of, maybe it's under, it's probably 
you know, assumed, but I think you cannot love your parents. I mean, I'm sure there's, I know for a fact, some people don't love their parents, but I love my mom. She's cool. And today I actually was asking her like a bunch of questions about her parents. So my grandpa, Tom and my grandma sugar, I don't even know her real name, but everyone called her sugar, which is just, I mean, so dope. And it was cool to talk to her and ask her questions about, you know, my grandparents, her parents. I would definitely suggest if you have not sat down with your parents lately and just ask them questions about what it was like when they grew up, their relatives, their relationship with their parents, I would do it. It is highly enlightening. I learned some stuff about my mom and her relationship with her mom that really gave me some real clear connection on how my mom is today. And it made me understand her more. So I thought that was really cool. Okay. So the topic of kind of like what I'm going to jump into today, and I wanted to make this show a little bit more like a variety, you know, Hey, some random stuff about driving, you know, what are we talking about with coffee and a bunch of music recommendations? And the other thing is, and I've, I've been wanting to talk about this for a long time because it's a constant conversation and I'm constantly having to explain myself is who questions that I get from every person I meet. Who are you dating? Are you dating? Are you engaged? Are you married? And then when they find out I'm single, well, why are you single? Can you tell me why? How do you meet people? Are you on dating apps? And it's this very... I don't know what their intentions are. I am sure they're they're positive, they're wholesome. But for me, it's like I'm single because I want to be single. That doesn't mean that I'm actively... I wouldn't be in a relationship, but I'm single because I want to be single. It's my choice. And one of the reasons that I'm single is that I don't want to change. And what does that mean, right? Like, I don't want to change. I have a lot of routines. I am a very habitual person. I might even have OCD when it comes to certain things. Like, if I see a book on a table and it's crooked and the book is not lined up with the edge of the table, I'm fixing it immediately. You know, so I have a lot of things that I do every single day that if I, if, when, you know, I do get into a relationship and it gets serious and we live together, I will have to change a lot. And I'm slowly coming to the realization that that's going to be a major part of the next chapter of my life. Like I wake up, like I'll just run you through my routine because I know you're so interested. I wake up every day between 5.35 and 5.50 a.m. because I use the sleep cycle app and it wakes you up according to your sleep cycle. Still not exactly sure how it knows, but I guess it's listening to me and recording me while I sleep, which is not a surprise because Alexa's also, she's also recording me as well. So I wake up every day, same time. I roll out of bed, I go to the bathroom, I make my bed. I have not not made my bed in probably 10 years. If you don't make your bed in the morning, you're tripping. So I get up, I make my bed, I drink about a half a liter of water, sometimes a liter. I obviously go to the bathroom. 
splash some cold water on my face. Then I kind of lay on the ground. I do a couple little like stretches, you know, to wake my body up. I then sit down. I meditate for 20 minutes. I finish meditating. I go to my kitchen. I make my coffee. As you know from social media, you see what looks like the same coffee every morning, but it is a new bean alert. New, 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 new bean alert. It's a new bean alert that I make every morning, my coffee. And then from there, I, you know, do what normal people do in the morning, which is, you know, sometimes you have to poop. Yes, I said it. And, you know, don't act like you don't do it either. I hope you do. And I hope you do it regularly. You know, being regular is important. And if you're not, drink more water and eat some fiber. And if that doesn't work, consult your doctor. And then from there, I shower and kind of go about my day. And then when I come home at night, I like to stay in, right? Like, and that's something that I'm very content about. I don't like to go out a lot. I like hanging out with my friends. I definitely love to eat with the people that I like, but I'm not like a party guy. I was when I was younger. I mean, I used to go fucking super hard in the paint. Like we, I mean, I used to go hard. I mean, I'll do like a whole other show about what I was like when I was in college and right when I got out of college, because I mean, we were just really going for it. But now, dude, I love to drive home, get a salad from Sweet Greens, and sit on my couch and watch a little TV, eat my salad and go to bed. You know, so I don't know, I'm sure there's, you know, there's probably at least, you know, some woman that would maybe like that ideal, like that identical life, but I doubt it. I mean, it's a very specific life. So for me to take the jump and like really go out there and get into a serious relationship, you have to, I have to go into that knowing that I'm going to change all of these things or some of them are going to change and I'm okay with it. I'm open with it, but why am I single right now? It's not because there's not, you know, great women out there. I think everyone could be in a relationship if they choose to be. The question is, is are you saying you want something, but you're underlining goal doesn't align with what you're saying. Like I'm, I'm aware that I like my routines and I'm holding on to my routines for what feels like at least a little bit longer before I kind of drop into a, you know, a serious relationship. And I of course look forward to the next round of routines, which, you know, ideally that's with this other person and, you know, maybe it's waking up at the same time and making her coffee and, you know, that whole morning routine, because I do really enjoy taking care of people and being around someone that you love and all the fun things that go along with being in a relationship, like cuddling in the morning. And, you know, in the beginning, when you're with somebody, you have to hold your farts in because everybody farts, you know, you do you know, and you kind of do that thing and then you get like super comfortable and then you have to like walk that fine line of like, are we too comfortable? Like, are you pooping with the door open? Eh, I mean, it's, it's, it's okay, but mm, that might hurt the sex life down the road. So, you know, you got to walk that fine line between comfortable and, you know, over comfortable. And then, you know, before you know it, you're like two old people that uh, look like you're in your thirties, but you're acting like you're 90. At least that's what some of my other relationships have been like. Those relationships did not continue. 
possibly a new relationship would have a different rhythm. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I'm curious. I know my long-term objective is I want to have children. It seems like a very far out idea to have a kid. I want one though, or one or two or whatever that number is. I see my friends with kids and it's really just such a beautiful thing. It is such a beautiful sight. You really see people change. I have a buddy named Dustin who a little bit younger than me, great guy, sweetheart, you know, like me and my other friends, you know, we've all kind of had our days of like, you know, really partying pretty hard and, you know, we've all done stupid things. Uh, but I see this guy with his daughter, you know, his daughter's like four or five months old. And it's like, you see this glow. Like I, I was with him a few hours ago and the smirk on his face, I was looking at a guy smiling in a way that I had never seen before. I could see the joy, you know, just from the, the shape of his mouth when he was smiling. So obviously that's great, but kind of back to my original point, it's like, if you're in your thirties and you're single, People are very inquisitive about it. I don't want to make the assumption of what their judgment is because that's their responsibility. That's their task to decide. But it is interesting that it becomes a topic in every single person I talk to. Every time I meet somebody or someone that I've known for a while, they're always asking me, who are you dating? Oh, why aren't you dating? Why aren't you single? Or why are you single? And that's it, you know, and, and how do you meet people? I mean, I'm on dating apps. I don't know. You know, I'm just a better, I'm better in person. You know, I just, I just rather to say, yo, what's up? Like, I'd rather just talk to you in real life. I think I'm more charming in real life. I know I'm more charming in real life. And I'm pretty sure that I think I'm better looking than I'm actually, than I actually am. And, you know, a photo, I don't really get a chance to kind of crack a joke or, you know, be me. It's just very much like, hello, this is either a casual photo of me or a professional photo of me, which I think both are awkward. And then what am I going to write about myself? Like, hi, this is a 45 word bio that is going to tell you exactly who I am. And because of that bio, you're going to want to mate with me. I don't know. I mean, it's a part of where we're at, right? Like this is the world we live in. So I got to have my you know, you got to have your, 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 your hat, your name in the hat or whatever that phrase is. You know, I, I don't want to, I want to be where single women are looking for, you know, a potential guy. Right. So I'll, I'm on the apps, but you know, it's just a, it's an interesting new world. Let's just say it that way. I'm very well versed in hi, this is real life. I'm here. You're there. Let's crack a joke. Oh, cool. What's popping? Da, 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 da. Whatever happens when people meet. Now it's like, oh, we matched on a dating app. What am I going to write to you? What is my opening line? It's like, I don't fucking know. Hi. Hey. Or I'm going to like read about your bio and say something super fucking clever to let you know that I read it. But still, it's like so it's just unusual. I don't want to say it's awkward. I don't want to say it's bad because it's different for everybody. And maybe if I was a younger man and I was like really putting time in, I could like, maybe I would figure it out. You know, like I knew all the right things to say, but really I'm just sitting there thinking like, okay, you're cute. 
I think you think I'm cute. You should. I have my shit together. Do you have your shit together? Cool. Let's meet up and grab a coffee. Now, the other thing that makes it interesting for me as a young, you know, single man out there looking for a woman or being content and being single, I don't drink. Now, that doesn't mean I'm sober because I do drink like every now and then, like the last time I drank was Cinco de Mayo and I really have no plans to drink at least in the near future. But I don't want to go out for a drink with you. You know, I don't want to do it. I could, you know, I mean, I, I'll go out while you drink, but some people can feel, you know, they don't feel confident in that. So, you know, but at the end of the day, I really feel that there are so many good people out there in the world. And when you're ready, you find your way to the person that you're supposed to be with. I believe that. But I will say this, and this is kind of like an anecdote about, so it's a story. So let me tell you a story about a guy So there's this flood, okay? There's a flood, right? So there's water. And there's a guy and he's in the flood and he's at risk of drowning. And this is a religious man. So he's he's almost drowning and a boat comes by and there's room in the boat. And they say, hey, guy drowning, get in the boat. And he goes, no, 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 I'm okay. God is gonna save me. So the boat carries on. Guy's still there. He's getting a little bit more tired. He's getting more tired. Another boat comes. Hey, man, guy drowning. Get in the boat. Get in the boat. No, 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 no. I'm good. I'm good. God's going to save me. All right. So the second boat leaves. And a third boat comes. The guy's pretty tired at this point. But he, 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 he brushes the boat off. He says, you know, I'm good. I'm good. God has a plan for me. God will save me. Unfortunately, this gentleman ends up drowning. So he dies and he gets to heaven, just like in the movies, obviously. And he enters the pearly gates of heaven and God is sitting there waiting just for him. And he goes, God, I've believed in you my whole life. I pray, I donate, I do all the things that I should, right? That you tell me I should do. And when I needed you, you weren't there. God looks at him kind of shrugs his shoulders in disbelief and he goes, motherfucker, I sent you three boats. So, you hear what I'm saying? You know, you got to recognize the opportunity. You know, this guy's waiting for a sign, but he's got these boats coming along and he could have been saved. So I guess that's uh, maybe a message that I'm giving to myself is that when the you know, the the boat version of a potential, you know, girlfriend and or wife and not a boat like little yachty, little boat, not like that. But, you know, when that opportunity comes, I can't be so naive that I don't take advantage of it and, and go for it, right? You got to kind of, what do they say? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. You got to fucking shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. You know what I mean? You got to shoot your shot, Rees. So, all right, we're like at 25 minutes. This feels really good. I had a really fun time recording this. I'm like excited about what I talked about. I feel like I talked about some stuff that has been on my mind, but I haven't yet really gone in there and discussed it. 
I really love doing this podcast. I love the fact that I have this platform to talk and really just share what's going on in my life with the hope that I make a connection with you and I'm going through something that maybe you're going through. And because we're going through it together, you can learn from my stories and my life lessons. And some of them are going to be really profound, you know, maybe something about reaching out to your parents and rekindling that relationship. And some of them are more fun. Like, Hey, what kind of coffee should I drink? Because life can't always be serious and life can't always be overly lighthearted. I'm a big believer in living in the now. I really think we have to sit and be cognizant of the fact that you don't always have to be planning your next move and you definitely don't always have to be looking in the rearview mirror. I look at it, I, I kind of like to say it in this regard. When you're reliving something that is from the past, you know, something that didn't go right and you're just dwelling on it and it's really driving you nuts and it's really causing you pain or anguish or stress. I equate that to paying a bill multiple times. Like if you paid for something and you pay a bill, you're not going to keep paying that same bill. Like you've already paid your debt. Like you're good to go. You're good to move on. So once the experience happens, you move on, move on to the next one. And you know, the other side of that is if you're anticipating something that's going to happen and you're really sitting there like, oh, this is this possibility could happen or that's going to happen or I'm going to I'm going to call the girl and she's not going to pick up or she's not going to do this or I'm going to go for the job and my boss isn't going to give me the raise or you know whatever you have out there whatever's causing you that anxiety well before it actually happens sitting there and worrying about it and allowing yourself to get stressed is like paying a bill before it's due and the thing about this type of a bill it's uncertain if it's ever going to be due. So you might pay a bill that you never had to pay. And you pay that bill with that stress and that thought and that anxiety. So my point, let's live in this moment. Let's take advantage of all the beautiful things that are happening right now. Once now is over, you never get it back. And you never get it back. So therefore, I think we owe it to ourselves to live right now and take every shot, really put yourself out there and really go for it and live this moment to the fullest because tomorrow is not guaranteed. You do not live forever. I am not going to live forever. That is not going to happen. People die all the time. More and more men are dying in their 60s in America. I'm not going to give any stats because I'm not a doctor, nor am I an expert, but you know what? I know a couple of men that have died in their 60s, some of my friend's parents, and my dad died in his 60s, so that's proof enough for me. And I know there's this idea that we're going to live forever and you know, transcendent man and Ray Kurzweil and AI, and hey, if it happens, great. But right now, motherfuckers are dropping dead left and right. So you can tell me about all this medicine and what's going to happen, but the reality is probably you ain't living to fucking 100. You're not living to 100. So whatever age you are now, let's go. Live it to the fullest today, tonight. Enjoy it. I'm going to do it. 
And I'm going to hold myself accountable to you now that I've said it. I'm going to enjoy every moment. And I'll have to be reminded and I'll forget. And there'll be days where I sit there and worry about what's going to happen tomorrow or I relive yesterday. But I'm going to always, I'm going to always remind myself to kind of come back to this, this moment. And a lot of that is through meditation. That daily meditation twice a day, you have to live in the moment for that 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the afternoon. And that coming back to that center spot, it's a great refresher. It's a great reminder to live in this moment. Do me a favor and try it out. If you're not meditating, I highly recommend doing it. So that's going to wrap up the show. It's on Apple Podcasts. Take a look. Take a listen. Take a subscription. Subscribe. Rate. Review. Holler. Share. I was with my friend's mom a few hours ago and it was so cute. She's like, I follow you on Facebook. I really like what you're doing. I like the coffee. She's like, I haven't listened to your podcast. Uh, Not because I don't want to. I can't figure it out, but I love that you're doing. And I was like, that's so cute. So it's on Apple Podcasts. It's the purple app on your iPhone. Go to the purple app and search Kellen Rowland Show. Or you can just go to Safari, your internet browser, and search Kellen Rowland Show, and you will find yourself to this show. Well, this was fun. I had a great episode today. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, Subscribe, share, rate, review. Live your life to the fullest. Eat donuts. Eat sushi. Go to the gym. Love a sports team. Fall in love. Have friends. Do all that shit. All right? Till next time. 